with this episode of the Golf and Life is Love podcast show. I am Marissa, who will be your host, and I am going to introduce my college coach, Coach Me. Coach Me, thank you so much for taking your time to be on the show today. just have a couple questions to ask you about growing up with the game and as well as the college team itself. As a Long Beach native, how did you get into the game of golf growing up? I was very lucky. Uh, my family lived right next to a golf course, so... You know, fate had it that I had a, a pretty nice golf course at my disposal and mm. literally in my backyard. Very cool. So, you know, who knows if I would have loved it if I didn't live as close to mm-hmm. a golf course, but I did, and I loved it. And, you know, I, I kept wanting to go every day. So the luckiest thing in my life was that I was near a golf course. Golf. Yes, so that helped. Oh, very cool. Did your parents um, play golf as well or not really <laughs> not one person wow not one person in my family again i'm not sure i think all my friends played mm-hmm. and because it was so cheap back then and it was so near it was an, an easy distraction for all us you know youngsters to go to the golf course and play i see very cool did you have a golf coach growing up when you were starting the game out or just playing just played you know back then i don't know if it was cool to have a coach, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then you, you were weak or something. But mm-hmm. nowadays, it's all about coaching and mentoring and stuff like that. But back when I was little, mm-hmm. I didn't have instruction. And oh, I, wow. I think I regret it a mm-hmm. little bit because mm-hmm. I think I could have got better faster. Mm-hmm. But such is life. So no, I didn't. Oh, wow. Okay, so did you feel like um, golf was a game that you kind of like self-taught yourself because you didn't have like a lot of coaching? When you, uh, you know, it, yeah. when I was younger, for when sure. Young. Oh, cool. And I watched people, and I had, mm-hmm. you know, Jack Nicklaus videos and stuff like that. Oh, and, cool. And golf magazines. So, unfortunately, those don't talk back to you. They don't tell mm-hmm. you <laughs> that you're doing it the right way or not. So it's just uh, the way that your ball flew, and if you could beat people with what you knew, then mm-hmm. you knew you are getting better. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> right? Okay, so, cool. That was it back then. That was the early 80s. Late 80s. Right? Oh, wow. There's not a lot of, no social media, no Instagram. So there's a lot of magazines and old videos. Oh, wow. So that's a lot of videos. It's yeah. very cool. Very cool to hear. Um, so question two, what was it like playing Division One golf at Long Beach State? And were you interested in college golf, you know, before you committed to Long Beach? It was very competitive. Mm-hmm. So... Out of high school and in your league, you know, you're one of the best players. Mm-hmm. But once you get into D1, it you see how not good you really are. <laughs> yes. So yes. Um, I like that, you mm-hmm. know. I, I looked up to the people that are better than me, and mm-hmm. I, I strive to get there. Mm-hmm. But, again, I saw that the level of play was at a really high level. And if you didn't have time or resources to practice all the time, mm-hmm. you're going to continually get beat. Oh, I see. So wow. it was sort of a... Must be not okay. <laughs> it's like a realization that, man, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. professionally how people... I can beat people... In, I can't beat people in college. Mm, I see. It's okay. going to be that much harder in the pros. So it was sort of a humbling but awesome experience to see better oh, players, cool. you know. That's great. And mm. you liked your teammates and, like, the whole tournament. You know what? So, yeah. <laughs> Me, personally, I loved every one of my teammates. Mm-hmm. From the goofiest guy to the, the best guy to the worst guy. Cool. Those yeah. are friends that I made, and mm-hmm. I can call them for anything. Oh, yes. Yeah. To this day, you know, 30 years later. So that's oh, something that's awesome. I would love to anyone to experience. So 
Oh, that's great. Awesome. Do, you, do you still keep in touch with Joey um, nowadays? Like, no, he was, was he a coach back then, or was he one of the new coaches that came on board? Joey Cerule? Yeah, Joey Cerule, yes, yeah. Wow, you know, <laughs> I, he's a Long Beach Lakewood guy. Okay. And obviously, yeah. he's the Long Beach State women's coach. Mm-hmm, yes. But I really watched him grow up, because I'm that old. Oh, wow. I'm just kidding, but I, I coached his sister wow. in no Long way. Beach Junior Golf, so... Yeah, I I text him every every so often. Oh, cool. He has questions for me. I have questions for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, a coaching fraternity, but he's a nice dude. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's very successful. Yes. Very so, good to know Joey's rule. Yeah, definitely. Because um, I know every year I would play, like, the Long Beach Open. I would always see him driving around the car just looking for recruiters or players to be on his team. Yeah, he's, so yeah, he's yeah. definitely... <laughs> Savvy. Savvy, yes. But he, you know, he, he keeps his roots in Long Beach. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Because I don't think he needs to attend those events mm-hmm. per se, but he does. And mm-hmm. he, he represents Long Beach State really well, I think. Oh, that's great. Awesome. All right. How did you decide to join the PGA after college as an instructor? And, like, what made you, like, decide or think of that after? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it was a mentor. Mm-hmm. And it was a mentor at a... Uh, the golf course in Long Beach called Skylinks. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, uh, I played there. So I think you, in the city championships, you yes, played yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But the head pro when I was growing up was a man named Jamie Mulligan. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Mulligan's a Class A PGA pro, and he is now the COO of Virginia Country Club. Oh, wow. Which is a really crazy title for a golf pro, but mm-hmm. he was like my inspiration. He, oh, you know, wow. He was a surfer. So I would see him surfing in the morning, and I would follow him, not really, but I'd go from surfing in the morning to go to the golf course to practice. Oh, wow. But I, he would go surfing in the morning, but he would go to the golf course and work. Oh, wow. I go, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, nice. So ever since, you know, he came into my, my brain, <laughs> I wanted to do what he did. Oh, I see. And he was head pro, and he taught, and he taught a bunch of pros, mm-hmm. and that was like my dream job mm-hmm. of becoming a head pro which I became gotcha and, yeah. and after that I I started teaching just almost specifically teaching and not mm-hmm. not a head pro anymore so that was my guy to mm-hmm. become a PGA pro gotcha yeah because that was my vision of what I wanted to do with the rest of mm-hmm. my career oh very cool yeah so when awesome. you first started like becoming a pro was it difficult getting like clients like to teach or was it a little bit easier for you no it was hard yeah. it, you know if you love the game and mm-hmm. you love the industry mm-hmm. and you understand that it takes a little bit of time yes and yeah. you're patient mm-hmm. it is very rewarding mm-hmm. and you know as a beginning pro you don't make a ton of money mm-hmm. but you're working at the golf course mm-hmm. And you, you know maybe you give junior lessons and mm-hmm. it's uh it's still very joyful. It is, yeah. Yeah, versus working at a desk in the office, it's oh, different. Yes, it's in very, a good way. In a good way. Right? Yes. So yes, it's tough in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I think the reward at the end is worth it. Worth it. Oh, okay, it's very cool. Um, is there like a specific age group you like teaching, or it kind of like depends on like the it really player depends. on the player? Yeah, it does. I you know. I've had some very favorite students from all ages, mm-hmm. but obviously I like the ones that are very committed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that they have a task either for high school or college. Mm-hmm. the The toughest ones are people that come out once 
the year and they expect mm-hmm. to be very good, I go, hey, this, it's not realistic. It's game oh, is too difficult. Gotcha. So yeah. the only ones that work hard after our lessons are the mm-hmm. most enjoyable ones. The ones that are like really into it as opposed to like 100%, playing for fun. Yeah. yeah. And that's not every student I get it, but mm-hmm. my favorite are those ones. Nice. Cool. Has, um, do you know like any students of yours who made it to like the PGA or wed.com? Like, do you know some names? I do. Like, oh, I okay, have cool. a few that I taught. I was lucky enough to teach mm-hmm. and I don't think any are currently on the tour. On the tour, okay. But they've been on the tour. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jane Raw, girl, um, Christine Song, which mm-hmm. I, I caddied for her in a pro tournament. Um, cool. Oh, wow. It was the Kia Classic at Industry Hills. Oh, wow. And, no and way. I, yeah. <laughs> I went out to the U.S. Open when she made the U.S. Open three years ago up in Cordoval, uh, wow. Northern California. Mm-hmm. So, there are a couple of girls. The guys, they're all over the world. I have a, the Asian tours. Cool. And Paul Amandi was most recently on the web.com tour, mm-hmm. which I think turned into the Corn Fairy tour. It's not called web.com anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, as far as people playing in a tour event, Paul Amandi did play the uh, San Diego, uh, I'm not sure what it's called nowadays, the one that's at Torrey Pines. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's a lot of them out there still, but they're getting older just like I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, it's fun to see people that you've helped mm. sort of be successful. Oh, that's and awesome. That, you know, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the total cream of the crop if you make it on the pro tours. Mm-hmm. So those yeah. are the few. Oh, wow. Speaking about players who made it on the tour, mm-hmm. um, have you ever thought of going on tour? Like, as an, or not really just wanted to stick to teaching after? Playing-wise, you know, I knew in college I wasn't good enough. Oh, okay. Right? Well. They're, they're just that much better than me. But mm-hmm. the, the goal of mine is to be a... a a coach mm-hmm. or you know something that would be fun mm-hmm. is to be a coach of a few good players that mm-hmm. are on tour gotcha and that gives you some you know notoriety mm-hmm. and you know the fame part of it aside that's cool but to have people that you teach do well is very cool well it's like very rewarding like yeah, you mentioned it's yes. like very you know, on your end they give yes. you a few yeah. bucks it's mm-hmm. fine but you know being out there the tour life is not easy mm-hmm. and I've seen it firsthand. It's it's hard so okay that would be my answer to that. So do you think golf is like mostly short game or long game or a little bit of both? Gosh. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, all I can say is it's everything. Everything. And it's okay. everything every day. You know, it's tough. The game is not easy, but the, mm-hmm. the person that can manage their whole game, mm-hmm. not just short game, long game, but the mental, mm-hmm. it's tiring. You know? It is, it's, yeah. So it's hard to, to grind, and especially the pros are playing four days in a row. Mm-hmm. So it's everything balanced will make a successful golfer, I think. Oh, gotcha. So, like, combining all those aspects will... Like, yes, oh, and mental yes. being another, you know, big factor. Okay, let's say, um, like, a student was, like, at a, like one of your students at the driving range, and, like, they were hitting, like, a driver or, like, one of their longer clubs, and they go on the course, and they realize they start feeding their ball, like, their ball goes straight, and they start losing the distance. What types of swing tips would you recommend to them in order for it to correct there? Well, it's tough on the golf course. If you're playing mm-hmm. competitively... Mm-hmm you just tell them to aim more left because thinking mm-hmm. mechanically out in the golf course is very troubling. Yes, yeah. But, you know, if there's swing flaws, mm-hmm. if, you know, I think this golf swing is actually sort of simple. Mm-hmm. Ball curves for certain directions and it goes certain ways because you did something to it. Mm-hmm. And if they, if your student understands the, the science of why the ball goes one way or the other, mm-hmm. it's the only way they're going to fix it. 
Oh, I see. Yeah. So you can you can tell them anything, but if they don't understand why, then、mm-hmm. it will never stick. That's my experience.、So、oh, I see. Yeah. It really has to be told to hey, the clubface is open. You're swinging this way. That can't happen. Oh, okay. And then once that is realized, then they、mm-hmm. can practice on their own to get rid of it. But if they're clueless, and you tell them to do something. They may get it for a second, but it won't stick. It won't stick.、Oh, right. Okay. So that's my goal as an instructor is that they、mm. understand what the heck's wrong first. Oh, okay. Before they can like fix、Absolutely. it. Yeah. Do you ever so like、um, when you're in the process of doing that? Do you ever take videos of their swing or do you ever use TrackMan ever? Not really. I, I I've used them all. Okay. And、yeah. some people love it、mm-hmm. and need it. Some people are confused by it.、Mm-hmm. So. You you sort of feel out what your student is capable of understanding.、Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I see. You know, if, you, if again going back to if they don't understand TrackMan, they don't understand Path and Phase.、Mm-hmm. It's the worst thing. Oh yes, yeah. But if they're knowledgeable and they get why the ball's going that way because TrackMan's telling them something, then、mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a beautiful tool. It is, yeah. yeah it's a cool tool. <laughs> what is the favorite golf club in your bag, or what's the club that you kind of like using? Gosh, I like my <laughs> my Gap Wedge. Cool. It can go, you know, hundred, hundred ten yards, but it、mm-hmm. can also do stuff around the green. I think、mm-hmm. wedge play is is fun to me. Oh, very cool. So yeah, that's my favorite club. So you feel like they're very like,、um, like reliable clubs. Like if you ever get into trouble or、yeah. if you need to like get back and play. Necessarily, like, right? Cool. It also it helps your you know your score.、Mm-hmm. If you're proficient with、mm-hmm. that, then you can get you know keep your score to a, a minimum, not、oh. a maximum. Definitely.、Um, cool, cool, cool.、Um, what is one of the difficult golf courses that you played, like in your childhood? Gosh, <laughs> difficult golf course. Difficult golf course. Yes, yeah. Maybe it was because it was my first year in college.、Mm-hmm. But Big Canyon is very difficult. Oh yeah. It, yes, it's yeah. it's narrow and the、mm-hmm. greens are small、mm-hmm. and punitive, and it was a challenge to me because going into college from high school,、mm-hmm. I thought I played. Pretty easy golf courses relative to yeah to、mm-hmm. Big Canyon or even Cota de Casa the、mm-hmm. s- the North Course、mm-hmm. difficult difficult but maybe it's just because I was in awe of the people playing well and、mm-hmm. just made it seem like it was harder oh I see so yeah Big、That's、Canyon、cool. love Big it Canyon. it's a great golf course so like you like golf courses that are like challenging but like you're trying to like enjoy the challenge at the same time or trying to yeah I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I don't like to go get beat up. Oh, okay. And I don't want my players, so we're not looking for the most tough golf course to compete at because、mm-hmm. I know how it can take a toll on your confidence.、Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So you know, I I like courses that are challenging, but not to the point where it's brutal.、Mm, I see. So we plan our schedule around courses that are gettable, gettable,、yeah. but not brutal. Oh, not brutal. Right. It's very cool. I remember like that、um, one tournament in Arizona where I played like my first year at Chapman.、Mm-hmm. That was like I remember that was like one of like the longest courses that like was it Prescott? I, I think it was Prescott. Yeah, it、and、was like the thirty six holes like the first day, and then it yeah, was. Yeah.、Uh, <laughs> I it was regrettable. You know, <laughs> I don't want you guys to go out there and have a hard time.、Mm-hmm. And especially when we played thirty six holes, it's very tough. It's it's very tiring. Yeah, it's tiring. <laughs> very so tiring. we're trying to cut. Back on any event that includes thirty six holes in、mm-hmm. one day. Oh wow! It's too hard. Yeah, and I remember,、um, like the first day, we were just driving through like the hills and like the cliff, and we were afraid that the cart would fall off the the mountain. Yeah, I, that was yeah, scary. Yeah, that was part of <laughs>、yeah. the adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I know our you know September also was sort of sketched out, so we learned the hard way that 
probably won't be going back to Prescott. <laughs> or right. your first few years like being a coach at Chapman, and like what did you enjoy most about it, or what did you enjoy most about it? Gosh, <laughs> my, f- I think the unfounded fears that we would play bad every day. Oh no! But we never do, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm I'm getting past the fear of we're always gonna be terrible or not, and we I, we never are, and mm-hmm. I don't think we ever will be. Mm-hmm. So. That is was my biggest fear. My second biggest fear is that people would want to quit the team. Mm-hmm. That really bothers me because the game is fun. It is. And yeah. I need mm-hmm. it to be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And D3 is a little different than D1. It can be fun. Mm-hmm. And it can be balanced in your school. Mm-hmm. So that is my fear of losing players. Not maybe because of my coaching style, but because it comes too much for them. Oh, I see. And they can't love it because they have other things that they need to do. Important things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the rewarding part is, you know, my students graduate and they have a pretty good experience, mm-hmm. and then they can do other things, you know, clubs, sororities, mm-hmm. things like that, without worrying about losing their spot on the team. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that would be my biggest reward is that people have a great time during their Chapman golf, you know. Golf oh, game. gotcha. So like they enjoy school and golf at the same time. There's like a balance. That's my number one priority. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Because I know, like, how sometimes these tournaments can be a little bit draining and a little bit, like, have, like, a burden on, like, a lot of your athletes when they have, like, a lot of, like, midterms they miss or, yeah. That is, that's definitely a consideration. Mm-hmm. So if somebody has to miss because of schoolwork, it, mm-hmm. 100%, you know, mm-hmm. yes. it's more important. Gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah, very cool. And talking in terms of, like, the traveling team, what... Um, kind of players are like you're looking forward to be on your traveling team or what kind of what's your expectation gosh yeah. again the expectations have to be tempered because golf mm-hmm. is it's not easy people can play mm-hmm. bad at any time your mm-hmm. best player can play bad at bad any time mm-hmm. so my expectation of our players is that they're very easy going yes yeah um humble mm-hmm I don't like the braggy type the brash <laughs> even though they're very good yeah it's not very appealing to me that you know they're very brash so Mm -hmm. even if you're very good but you're very humble and and quiet about it those are my favorite oh i see so you know i I know that's not easily sometimes you're good you have to be brash Mm -hmm. and i get that but i i definitely prefer the the quieter you know you're good but you don't have to tell everybody you're good oh gotcha like the more like common collected like players who just kind of like go out and get the job done get the job done yeah you know still love the game Mm -hmm. but not look at me look at me look at me kind oh of. i see yeah so, that's so important like qualities to find like a player <laughs> i think it's a for me it's a life quality too oh definitely and, and maybe i'm not a type a personality mm-hmm. those sort of throw me off a little bit yeah kind of like um going along the same line like if you win something like a tournament you're like humble about it you make a speech um you don't say like oh i did i got first place you know you kind of like yes. oh we like to thank you know the sponsors and then my caddy and those like, are yeah. my favorite oh yes <laughs> those are my favorite you know you thank somebody a coach or somebody mm-hmm. and, and you won the tournament obviously yes, but you, yeah. you thank everybody around you mm-hmm. that's really cool to me yeah did you guys have any team highlights this past season uh, or with the new golf team. is playing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, I think, currently 22nd in the nation. That's awesome. And wow. It is very good. She's, <laughs> she shot under par. She tied yes. Emily. I saw that. <laughs> and that's very good. Mm-hmm. D1, you know, maybe it's standard. Mm-hmm. But D3, 
it's and her power is exceptional. Yes. So she is yeah. definitely a highlight, and she's one of the girls that are very quiet, very humble, mm-hmm. and she's very good. Mm-hmm. So I like that model. Oh, I see. And knowing how Emily got to national championships last year, yes, yeah. I sort of have a, a map, you know, of mm-hmm. how to proceed with Kristen because Kristen's in the same footprint. Oh, towards yes. national championships as yes. Emily. Oh. So if we can sort of guide her along and get her to go, mm-hmm. it would be awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And the guys are fine. We're, mm-hmm. we're averaging as low in a fall as we've ever a- averaged. Mm-hmm. But our competition in our conference is so <laughs> so good. Yes. That, you know, we're currently fifth or sixth in the conference. Wow even with one of our best scoring averages. Oh, I see. So it's just a tough conference. It's, it's the most competitive conference in the country. Oh, wow. There are more top 10 teams, top mm-hmm. 15 teams than any other conference. Oh, cool. So um, speaking about like common collective players, like who are like the top players like on the team that you felt like did well this season besides Kristen? You know what? Sydney has impressed me. She's, she's in the top 150. Oh, okay. Wow. So she, you know, <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. from her sophomore or since her freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, on the guys' side, Brody, Avery. Avery is 70-something in the nation oh, for the nice. guys, averaging 73. That's pretty cool. For oh, six wow. events, so, or six tournament rounds. Mm-hmm. So those guys, and, you know, they're, they're good kids. You know, I really like them mm-hmm. as part of our family. And, oh, uh, yes, yeah. And Haley's been playing well. Oh, yeah. She shot 80 or 81 in the tournament, mm-hmm. which is one of her lows for, you know, competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I she hasn't broken into the 70s yet, but, you know, I hope that that can happen. Oh, definitely. And that's, uh, I'm looking forward to the spring. That's awesome, yeah. yeah. Um, it's so cool to see, like, um, other players on the team that I knew, like, last season. They're probably, like, stepping up their game a little bit. Yeah. Easy, right? And, yeah. And Haley's a, a, a Dodge film major. She is, yeah. yeah and that's a very crazy time commitment yeah. outside of golf. Mm-hmm. So to say that you're a Dodge film major and play a sport and you mm-hmm. can't do it mm-hmm. is false because Haley's doing it and she's doing both pretty well. Oh, wow. She's like juggling two jobs at the same time. Crazy. It's crazy. Right? So I'm <laughs> glad to be accomplished because a lot of schools, D1s, won't let you pick certain majors because mm-hmm. the commitment of time is too heavy. Yes. And yeah. it will mm-hmm. affect your golf game. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. may affect your scholarship. And that's, that's too much pressure. Yeah. Thank you, Coach Ming, um, for doing this interview today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure, dude. Thank you for yeah. asking me to help you with this. Oh. It's my pleasure. Of course. Thank you for listening to Golf My First Love podcast. Thank you to my wonderful guest, Coach Ming. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to leave us a note on our Facebook page. Be sure to like the page as well. On next week's show, you'll hear me talk with Tyler Sylvia, who is currently a PGA apprentice at Henry Burton Golf Academy. Right after his appearance at his own, we'll learn to play school session. Thank you, and we'll see you then.